All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Good Tidings Radio Broadcast. I am Pastor David Pinkerton, your radio pastor, and we are honored and tickled today to have you back with us here on WXAN Radio. This is the 18th day of March in the year of our Lord Jesus 2023, and we're glad that you're tuned in today. We have with us again uh, John Odell, our friend that we started interviewing last week, and we're getting into getting to know John. We've heard his testimony and about his family and about his service in our military for four, four years. Thank you for that service, by the way, too, John. And his beautiful children that God has given him. And now we're getting into what he does. And we begin, we left off last week with saying that John works for WGGH Radio in Marion, Illinois. And they're at 1150 a.m. And they have been at 98.5, but now they're going to 98.1. And John left us off by saying you can get the app on your phone, on a smartphone. You can. You you can get the WGGH radio app. And I've got it, folks. And I tune into that. And I ask you to do the same. So we're going to pick up and keep going today with uh, some more of the interview with John. And we left off talking about cultural issues of the day. Pastors and Christians afraid to confront the issues, the sin of today. We got men calling themselves women and women calling themselves men. And all this stuff that as the days of Noah were, so shall it be in the coming of the Son of Man, Jesus said. Jesus is about to come back, folks. And unless we earnestly contend for the faith which was once delivered to us, we're going to lose America spiritually Yes, we're seeing some revivals like Asbury and some others and how grateful we are. Praise God for that. But folks, I need revival, you need revival, and God wants to give us revival, Second Chronicles 7.14. But we're going to deal today with some more of the cultural issues and talk about that with our guest as we continue today with Brother John Odell. And John, we left off talking about those things and how ministers and churches are afraid to confront them. Well, we're not here, here, and I'm grateful for that and the support of Brother Danny Hood and our listenership. Now, with that said, so we see that John is with WGGH Radio, but he also has a podcast. John, tell us when that podcast is and how we find it. Okay. Um, the podcast is called The Other Side. We are on Tuesdays and Thursdays in a live format uh, between the hours of 4 and 5.30. You can find that uh, in several different ways. You can catch us on the radio because it is still a radio-style program. Or you can go to the Freedom Brokers Broadcasting Studio Facebook page. You can go to the other side. Just type in the other side and uh, look up a podcast. You'll see us. We're there. Uh, We have a Facebook page there. Or you can go to the WGGH Facebook page. We stream to all three. Uh, We have several other places that you can go, but... Seriously, your easiest bet is to is to be on the Facebook platform. We've tried YouTube, and we have Twitch, and we have Twitter. Um, responses are different on different platforms. I'm a little older than some of the um, younger podcasters that are out there, so Facebook is more of my my wheelhouse. I know I should be on the other baby steps, Pastor David. Baby steps. <laughs> That's how we eat an elephant, just one bite at a time. Yes, sir. <laughs> Unless it's really good. <sighs> oh, Lord. Oh, okay, folks, so let's continue. Uh, I'm so grateful for John. All right. So we know what you do, John, and we now we know how we can find you. Folks, please tune in to those, okay? It's worth your time. It's very, very enlightening, very entertaining. 
it's good information. It's good. It's good media. Let me say that it's really good media. We are we are learning we are learning um, how to put that media out in the best form. And I'm I'm still novice uh, in the in the execution. We've got a I've got a DJ business. I've been going for 15 years, so I'm not novice when it comes to live broadcast or or taking the microphone and mm. and doing my thing. But putting Let's, it all together, it's a little bit different. Let's have some fun with John now, okay? Oh, boy. All right, here we go. I want to put him on the hot seat a little bit. See, I told you that was what was going to happen last <laughs> week. I said it last week. Now this week you're you, doing it. You did. I was in a little delayed reaction. I know. You some... were playing coy. I understand. <laughs> <laughs> well, we just uh, – this is – this. Uh, I, I believe that a good interview really just – it focuses on the person. Okay. And, and let's, we want to get to know you a little bit. And our, 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 our church family and our friends here listening do too. Um, okay, so – John, if you could be remembered for one thing, now as of today, as we're interviewing, what would it be? Uh, loving one another. Okay. That's what I'd like to be known for. I, I believe that, that faith, hope, and love, the greatest of these is love. I mean, it's very simple. Love your neighbor. It's a very, it's a very, and as Christians, the fact that we don't, like this or we don't like that or we don't like this it's a very hard stigma to get over to be that love your neighbor how can you love your neighbor but not want him to do what he does see there's so much to that it is so thick that's what i want people to know me as that no matter what he loved me and he just he accepted me for me that's outstanding the greatest of these is love just as you referred to the christian graces and <clears throat> You know, that, how much truth is that, folks, as you're listening? I heard an old country preacher say it years ago. He was from Texas, as a matter of fact. It was about 20-some years ago. I was at a, attending a funeral of uh, a brother in Christ, and they had brought this pastor up from Texas, folks. And he had a wonderful message, and it was straight to the point. It's all Bible, but he started the thing off with something I hadn't heard at that time. And that was this, John. He said, hey, um." If you look at a tombstone in a cemetery, there is the name of the person, and then there's the date they were born, and then there's a small dash, and then there's the date that they passed away, they died, and they went on, either to heaven or to hell, okay? That's why we know faith in Jesus Christ and Him alone, blood washed by Jesus Christ, gives eternal life, and that's what... Our broadcast, the Good Tidings broadcast, is all about the Bible and promoting Jesus Christ and preaching his gospel to a lost and dying world so people can be saved. And But he, he focused on that dash, John, and he said that dash represents your life. And I thought, that's nice. I've never heard it that way. And that dash is small on that tombstone, right? Mm -hmm. But how big is that? So to be noted, John wants to be remembered for that one thing, folks, and that is Loving his neighbor as himself, as Jesus said, the first then the greatest commandment, thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, and love thy neighbor, secondly, as thyself. John, that's outstanding. People are going to remember you as a loving person. I sure hope so. Yeah, absolutely. Except my kids. I, my kids might have a different opinion <laughs> of dad, and that's the thing that always gets me, is is I love my kids so fiercely. I'm, I'm hardest on them. I am absolutely the hardest on them than I am out of anybody in the world. I give everybody else passes, but I hope they understand more than anybody that it's that it's 
faith, hope, and love. The greatest of these kids is love, and that's that's why we're hard on you. <laughs> you you want what's best for them, right? Absolutely. I don't want them. To, I tell Steph, uh, my wife. I tell her all the time. I say, you know, I. I'm so hard on my daughter because she's so much like me and I know the mistakes that I made. And I know that the kind of behaviors set up whatever it is that you're getting ready to to plot and do. I've been there and I've done that. And so I yell at her maybe a little bit more on the pre-end because I know what you're going to do. Even though they haven't done maybe anything yet or but you are. I know you I know you are because I know your little brain I created, I didn't create your little brain, but I was a part of the process of creating your little brain. <laughs> so I know a little bit about it. And I think, I think parents, you know what I mean? But I would rather be involved that much in my kids' lives than not at all. Absolutely. That's, you know, the family is the incubator of society. And we've seen Satan in the last 50 years level his guns at the incubator of society to the degree that the penal system in America is overflowed and overflowing and it's been raising children because husbands have been and fathers have been negligent. They've been absent. And it was God's idea, folks. God created Adam and he breathed into his nostrils the breath of life and man became a living soul. We're a soul that has a body. This body goes back to the ground. The soul goes on to be with Christ if we've been born again. Now, and then he saw that he was lonely, and he said, hey, I'm going to put a, cause a deep sleep to go on Adam. And then he took a rib from Adam, and he made Eve, the female, the woman. And he brought the woman to the man, and he said, this is good. Okay? Now, we live in a society, unfortunately, folks, where, where men want to marry men and say, you have to accept that, and we have the same rights. Uh, women can marry women, and you have to accept that whether you choose to or not. I will say this. God has given every person a free will. They can do what they are allowed to do under law, but God doesn't condone that. God's idea of the family is a husband and a wife raising children because those children need the parental guidance of both parties, right? And we all know, understand that there are exceptions. Things happen. We get that. But, John, you love your children, and God doesn't raise spoiled children. So he's hard on us, too, sometimes, right? Well, I've raised some spoiled children. <laughs> I, I know God doesn't, but but I, I, society today is so different, Pastor. It There's is. so many more uh, tools for parents to use, but those tools are you're absolutely correct. The devil is seeping into those tools, even as young as, as two years old, uh, into the videos that are watched on the YouTube kids. So the devil is there and working. So he is. He's coming after our children. He wants to get them before. It's true. Folks, it's true. And, and I've heard it said, and listen, it's true. I'm like John. Jesus loves everybody. He died for the sins of the whole world. He loves me and John. He loves you. He died and shed his blood on the cross vicariously. He was buried in the tomb and resurrected the third day. And we're sinners. We can't save ourselves. We must come by faith and trust him by faith. And the Bible says what? It says without faith, it's impossible to please God. And by grace, through fa you're saved through faith, faith in Christ. Now, listen, the devil wants to recruit. And, and folks, people who, who the, the sodomy lifestyle, the homosexual lifestyle, the lesbian lifestyle, they can only recruit. They, 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 can't, they, they can't multiply. And they're trying to recruit your children through the smartphones. Parents monitor the smartphones would be my encouragement. Grandparents do the same. With all that said, John, how would your parents 
We're interviewing our good friend here, uh, John Odo. Uh, John, how would your parents describe you? I was unafraid of consequences. That is what they would. That is how they would describe me. I, um, for the longest time, when I was a young kid, from from age four, I was tested uh, to see if I was on the spectrum of attention deficit hyperactive disorder. Okay, and uh, they tested me. Then the doctor came out, I guess, and told my mom and dad, "This kid's fine. He's fine." Then when I was nineteen, I was tested again, and another doctor said, "You are." So I there's there's some type of a. Um, a distractedness that I spent my whole childhood having, but that was also the creative side of me as well. Um, so I, you know, I learning to be an ADHD kid, which even understanding what it means and all of that stuff, I don't, I was always hyper pastor. <laughs> I was always hyper and I always have energy even today, even at 44, uh, people say it's a blessing. I say, man, not at, not at, at midnight when you're sitting there and you can't go to sleep because your brain is just it's either engaged or it's off you know so um speaking to that point real quick john uh, i'm gonna i threw you for a loop didn't it you did you weren't ready for that that's you good were, information you weren't ready for that answer you weren't I, ready for that that uh that that nugget of who i am i like that it's like it that. is but it's me it's all it's all yes. of me that adhd-ness yes. Yes. is yeah. all of who i am right but as we get older, we learn to – I took medicine for a while, but those medicines were all psychotropic, what they call a psychotropic uh, medication, and it was uh, – it really changed not your moral character, but it changed a lot of – to the point where I know that the world thinks that that's normal, but I wasn't normal. I wasn't any way how I'm supposed to be, so it was it was an awkward time, and – I think just age and slowing down a little bit naturally um, has helped, but let's let's still go. I'm still the energetic one uh, between my wife and I. She's definitely she's definitely more of a sleeper than I am. John, that's that. You know, as I think about the apostles, Peter was impetuous. You know, bam, he was bold, ferocious as a lion. <clears throat> they come to get Jesus. What he picked up the high servant, he cut the high servant's ear off with a sword. And and many Bible scholars believe he was aiming for his head. He just happened to miss and get his ear. But what is one way that you like to serve God? Okay, we're seeing a little bit about you. In my hand, I brought this with me. I don't know why I brought it with me, but but it's it's our our Palm Sunday Lord's Supper uh, drama at the First Baptist Church in Marion, Illinois. That's where my home church is. I'm actually playing Peter in our drama. Um, so that's when I found a church home for my family nine years ago. We came to Marion. I was in Marion. We were looking for a church home. I needed something that I could plug into because you don't just want to go to church and just be there and sitting in a pew. Okay. You need you need something to plug into. And they had a drama ministry at the First Baptist Church in Marion. Well, I have done dramas my whole life, so I thought that is exactly where I'm supposed to be, and it has been where we're supposed to be because we're still there. Our kids our kids love uh the programs there, the Awanas and the uh just the just the different programs that they're able to plug into and be a part of. So you know, God bless you for sharing that. Um I, I 
I'm not I'm not hard on Christian people. I'm really not. I'm not going to be because I just want to preach and teach the word of God. But a lot of Christians, thank you for saying that. John John serving through <clears throat> through through the worship, through the teaching, through the through the demonstrative lessons of theatrics to present the Bible, you know, the the resurrection of Jesus Christ, one of the fundamentals of our Christian faith. And a lot of Christians, unfortunately, want to sit in a pew. They want to soak up all that good theater, John, or all that good worship music and all that how Bible preaching. How are you going to bless me today? Yeah. How are you going to bless me up there today? I'm not here. And that's what I would tell them directly. And I would tell anybody that comes to watch this drama, I'm not here to bless you. I am trying to give homage to, to God above. And that's who I'm. It's an audience of one Amen. that we sing to. It's an audience of one that we worship. So anybody coming there to be blessed by it, you're in church for the wrong reason. Get out now. Get out now because that's not why you're supposed to be there. You're going there to bless the name of Jesus. That's it. Amen. That's it. Isn't it? You're right. That's it. Leave it at the door. Leave all them problems. Leave all that stuff at at the door in a bucket. Get a bucket. Do whatever you got to do at the church. Throw it in a a barrel outside. Just leave them problems there and come worship Jesus. Spiritual bucket list. Throw that over there and leave that. Come and worship the Lord in spirit and in truth. Right? Right. With your whole self. God seeks that. With your whole self. Because if part of you is saying, man, I left that on at home or, or man, I've got stuff to do at work on Monday morning. God sees that stuff and he hears that stuff and it stops the spirit from moving. And, and our, our marriages are not as blessed as they should be. Our parenting's not, our business is not, whatever we do. If we just, as Christians, sit in a pew, soak up all that, and then we sour, sit, soak, and sour is what a lot of Christians do. And I pastored for over 20 years. Mm-hmm. I'm not fussing. I'm glad that they're at church. I'm, I'm saying I'm grateful because you can't preach to somebody who's not there. Uh, unless you live stream nowadays, and sometimes you can, and I don't know that that's been as uh, as blessed as it could have been. Anyway, the, John, God bless you. So he's he's serving the Lord in, um, in an upcoming uh, theatrical drama about the resurrection of Christ. Okay, John, let's go to this. We're interviewing John Odell from WGGH Radio. And folks, I want to remind you that he does have a podcast. On uh, It's found on The Other Side Facebook. Facebook is called the program The Other Side, 4 p.m. on Tuesdays and Thursdays. We have an archive list as well, though, there you can go back and check out. It, okay. You don't have to listen live. If you if you can't make it, we have it in the podcastable form, too, so that you can consume it in your jammies at home. Okay, i got to hurry because I've I'm, I'm got a few more for you. Here oh we go, goodness. folks. Okay, we're, we're asking John. we got him on the hot seat. John, what what do you think people most misunderstand about you? Uh, they misunderstand the fact that I sometimes seem distracted uh, when I'm speaking or or it seems as though it, uh, there's no attention given to them in the moment. Um, you know, I don't miss don't mistake that distractedness for a lack of focus. Uh, it, there is a hyper focus kind of thing for me, you know, where I, I get hyper focused in moments. But people probably misinterpret that the, the most about me is that he's just the fact that he's so out there and so crazy that he doesn't care. But I got to tell you, just in the short time I've known you, I've never noticed that about you. Well, I appreciate that. Because 
Folks, if you go into his Freedom Forum where he has his podcast and his couch and his recline and all this cool stuff, it's awesome to be there. Um, <laughs> it's, 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 it's fun. You sit down and you talk. It's a, it's a welcome, wholesome environment. You just relax. That's what the intention was, was to make, and since you've been there, we've added a 110-gallon aquarium uh, to the set. So now there's, uh, it, um, shoot, it was Ron's, my co-host Ron. that passed away. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, his his wife had it. It was just a 20-year anniversary present uh, from his wife, and she didn't want it around the house anymore, just a reminder. So I said, hey, bring, bring it on. So now we've got 110 gallons, and I don't know what kind of fish I'm going to put in it. Who knows? Well, that when we look at it, John, we'll just remind us, Jesus said, ye shall be fishers of men. Yes. Right? Uh, we want to be fishers of men, trying to win souls to Christ, and also keepers of the aquarium. we got to keep the aquarium so we can keep our fish alive. That's that's ministering, but also fishing, fishing and ministering, the right balance, evangelism and ministry, evangelism and ministry. Okay. Um, John, another question for you. We got him on the hot seat here. If you could talk to one person, if one person who is either dead or alive, who would it be? Grandma. Your grandma. Tell us about that. Why? Well, I know that we'd want to talk to Jesus, but I'm going to talk to Jesus one day. Okay. And we do talk to Jesus every day. Amen. Okay. And uh, Grandma was the one that kind of raised me. Mom and Dad were there, but Dad was a, a, a minister, and, and he was on the road a lot, going to revivals and doing that. And and I spent a lot of time at Grandma's house. But she was, I don't know, she was just the one. It was my dad's mom, so okay. <laughs> I don't know why she was the good Grandma. My other Grandma was that. I don't know what caused that other than... You know, I mean, that's just that's that's the truth of a child, I guess. But, Absolutely. The but that was she's always been and will always be the number one uh, out there. And I, I just a few more minutes. Okay. I could take it. John, it, it's awesome. If God blessed you with 10 million dollars tomorrow, what would you do with it? Ten million dollars. Ten million dollars. I know I got you on the hot seat now. Wow. You're doing great. By well, the way. very first thing I would do is um, I would pay off my house in any type of outstanding debt that I had, uh, which is not a whole lot, but it would be enough to, to do that. Then I would I would take enough to put away for my children for them to go to college in some type of a Roth IRA because they're still young enough that it could mature and you could pull money mm-hmm. out. And then I would take the other money and I would invest it uh, 100% in Roth and I would, uh, I would double my... <laughs> I would double my earnings on it. And I know that sounds silly, but it sets up for generational type wealth uh, at, at that point. I, I've never had money like that. So I I would – we're already, I think, pretty generous with what we have. My wife and I, as I said, stated last week, I got a DJ business, and we do a lot of work for local not-for-profits, mm-hmm. um, raising funds for their, for their stuff. So we've mm-hmm. – we really enjoy just kind of giving as much as we can anyway. i got just a few moments left, folks, and we're interviewing our friend John Odell. And uh, this is our second week of, of the Good Tidings Radio broadcast where we've jumped in and changed the format the last couple of weeks because we want to interview and got to know our friend John a little bit. Okay, real quick, i got a couple more questions for him before we're going to close out today, and that is this. Number uh, John, if you had to write a book... What would you write about? Well, 
We got him on the hot seat, folks. If I had, to, I know I'm. I'm thinking, and I. No, he, I know he's thinking, folks. I can I see am. he's thinking. I am thinking. He's doing good. I, I well, I don't know. That that's a really good question. If I had to write a book, is this to as just of of any subject, or is this just whatever? If you had to write a book, if all of a sudden John they said John you John you, you have to write a book right now. Go for it. It would be want. about music. If I had to write a book right now, and uh-huh. it's John, and just on his knowledge, it would be about music because yeah, about music. the one thing that I know more than anything in the world is the way music works and the way it um, is put together. And so I would write something on music, and I would also write something along the lines that one of the last memories to leave in Alzheimer's patients is music. That's one of the very last memories that we hold on to. So music has something lasting inside the brain and something magical that we don't understand. That's awesome. I did not know that. Okay, so this is a we're at WXAN Radio, 103.9 FM, here in the region, southeast Missouri, southern Illinois. Uh, I'm your radio pastor, Brother David Pinkerton. You're tuned into the Good Tidings radio broadcast. And we play one of one of the things we say about WXAN Radio is this has some of the best Christian music on this side of heaven. John, who would be a, a – you got a favorite gospel group? Uh, well, it wouldn't be a gospel group. It would be a singer, Steve Green. I don't know if you know who Steve Green is. I do not. He was an 80s, uh, really an 80s head kind of. Larnell Harris and him were in the, at the same time. Uh, Larnell was, of course, a little more soulful, but Steve Green uh-huh. um, would be a big influence. He sang songs like Find Us Faithful and okay. He Who Began a Good Work in You. Will be faithful to complete it. Oh, if you—that's a—that's eighties thing though. Like you're saying I, I like eighties stuff. You know the introductory music that I have here for this radio show. My wife Dorinda came up with is from the Shining Nightingales. Okay, you should listen to that music and pull up the Shining Nightingales, and it's called uh, I "Bring You Good Tidings of Great Joy." That's what brings in and takes us out of each mm-hmm. one of our programs. Your bump, your bump music. It's my bump music. Nice. Okay, I don't have too much time left, but. Folks, uh, we've been asking our good friend John Odell here about his walk with the Lord, his family, things he's doing, about his podcast, his radio career, and things of that nature. And we just put him on the spot with, if you had to write a book, what would it be about? Well, let's ask him this. John, we don't have much time left, but just tell me, as of today, do you know what your purpose in life is? Yes. What is it? Go ye therefore into all the world and make disciples. That's what I'm supposed to be doing. No matter what my mission, no matter where I'm at, my mission field is Jesus. Okay, so so whether I'm at a parade walking for Darren Bailey as as a political person, uh-huh. or whether I'm at my podcast studio, or whether I'm out fishing at Crab Orchard, which you'll see me do quite a bit this summer. Um, there's a ton of things, and no matter what I do, I need to take the name of Jesus with me. Amen. And people need to see the name of Jesus on me. Amen. And not just the fact that I'm telling you about Jesus, but you need to see Jesus in my life. Oh, Christ in you, the hope of glory. John, God bless you. Folks, we don't have much time left. Again, you've been listening to the Good Tidings radio broadcast. Now, for the last two weeks, this is the second installment of our interview with John Odell, our friend from WGGH Radio. The first one played on uh, March the 11th, and this is here we are March the 18th. I want to share with you um, next week, the 25th, we'll be back to our normal uh, preaching and teaching format with the Good Tidings radio broadcast and sharing God's word with you. But I want to share this. If you're not saved, nothing else really matters. Jesus lived a sinless life, born of the Virgin Mary, went to the cross of Calvary. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. That whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. John 3, 16. If you've not trusted Christ as your Savior, nothing in your life 
really matters. Because you die lost, you go to a place called hell. But if you know Christ is your Savior, you go to heaven. And the Bible says the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord, Romans 3.10. So, or rather Romans 6.23, if you don't know Christ as your Savior, follow me in this simple prayer of faith from the sincerity of your heart. Jesus said, well, the Bible says what? Call unto me and I'll show thee. Grace, for by grace are you saved through faith. And folks, you can be saved. The thief on the cross was saved because he just looked at the Lord and put his faith in the object of his faith, which was Jesus. And the only way you'll be saved is through faith in Jesus Christ and him alone. That's why he died and shed his blood. Follow me in this prayer if you'd like to be saved. Jesus, please forgive me of all of my sins. Come into my heart and save me. I'm trusting you and you alone to be my personal Savior and take me to heaven. Now, folks, if you've done that, I have free information for you. Email me, drdave13 at gmail.com. drdave13 at gmail.com. This has been the Good Tidings Radio broadcast, and we've uh, just had a wonderful time interviewing our good friend John. John, thanks for being with us. Absolutely. Thank you all, and uh, we'll continue to pray for you and your ministry down here at WXAM. Thank you, brother, and we'll be praying for you, okay? Yes, sir. God bless you. Folks, keep looking up. God's still in control, and prayer changes things. Pray for revival in in our persons, in our marriage, in our region, in our businesses, in our country, because the United States of America is the greatest country on the face of God's terrestrial ball, and we need God to help us and revival to sit in. May God bless you. I bring you good time.